0: for life. eleven twenty-five. Tuesday, parshas We are explaining how to develop a natural feeling of mivtach, how to feel drowning in the favors of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And now let's go back to our original discussion. What about the tzaras? What about the challenges? What about the things that we don't understand? So just like we explained by parents if you're realistic you understand that a parent sometimes has to do things that the child doesn't understand that's just the nature of the way the are set up the world it's not a perfect world either the child has a health issue or something else there are calculations and the child many times is not capable of understanding those calculations but that doesn't take away from the endless love of the parent by the rabbi nishlelem it's much much more because the chesed of a Baruch Hu is much, much greater than the chesed of a parent. So if we would put it on the equation of how much chesed goes on in this world, and how much din goes on in this world, it won't even show up on the chart. The only reason why it shows up in the newspapers and all these other things is because they don't focus on the chesed Hashem for whatever reason. That's not our discussion now. So if you don't focus on Chesed Hashem and you only focus on something that's newsworthy, so then obviously there's going to be a lot of challenges in this world. But if you're honest and if you're real and you understand the truth and we understand that we can't fully comprehend how Baruch Hu and why He does things, you would have to be blind to focus only or even to give any credence to any sort of din that Rechmah goes on in this world. Of course there's din that happens in this world. But how in the world could that change our view of the Rabbayin If we're just honest and we see how much chesed we receive from the Rabbayin So there's a little bit of din here, a little bit of din there. It's minuscule. Now we're not minimizing here Rechmah A person that's suffering is suffering. But we're being honest. Is there any reason in the world to assume that the Urban Shalom is not a native. If you look at it truthfully, if you look at it objectively, if you give yourself the time to internalize the wonders of the Rabbeinu and realize how much money it would cost you to be able to develop a breathing machine to breathe on your own or a spleen or kidneys to make your digestive system work properly, and that's just in the body. Forget about the ear and the atmosphere and everything, all the complicated aspects that go on in the world itself. Forget about parnasa. Forget about all these things that the Benishlam Islam sends to you. The din that we experience is not even a drop in the bucket. It's not even a drop in the ocean. It really should be ignored completely if you're looking at it compared to the chesed of what the Benishlam Islam does now we can't ignore it completely there's this iris that comes from it and we have to feel we have to be nice about oil we want to feel other people's pain like we explained but chas v'shalem to distort our view of the rabbinic shalom because of some tiny minuscule situation even if it's terrible it's still minuscule compared to everything else the rabbinic shalom does that's the point not to minimize the tsar in the sense to pretend that it's not there but to just be brutally honest, is that the right approach? Because you see the Rebbein Islam doing trillions of favors, and then one thing goes wrong, all of a sudden we start asking, maybe HaKadosh Baruch is not a Balchazad. Is that an honest approach? Is that an objective approach? We'll continue Be'ezu